Good afternoon and welcome to Unscrambled Podcast. It is yours truly, Danielle Miles, Charmitra Danielle Miles, aka Mimi. Whichever name you know me by, you can totally call me by. So listen, I actually don't have any more insight today to give you um, regarding narcissists. But this is just simply, you know, to touch bases with my viewers and my listeners. Um, and I wanted to recap on the last few episodes that we did regarding narcs. First and foremost, I want to know if you have any questions or concerns. My whole reason for creating this podcast, it wasn't just for me to talk, 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 and you just listen. I actually want to hear from the people that have taken the time to push the play button and listen to what has been on my heart regarding narcissists and the experiences and the encounters that I have had with those individuals. So I want to hear from you and you can reach me uh, via text message if you have my phone number. If you don't have my phone number, you can definitely reach me on Facebook Messenger. If you don't have Facebook Messenger, you can reach me by email at captivatedministries at gmail.com. If you don't have my email, you could definitely reach me on the IG page in the IG messenger. Listen, I have ears for a reason. And I think it's important as a voice in this generation, this day and time, not only do I want to be heard, but I want you to know that you uh, you you can say something back to me. You know, I'm totally for um, your voice as well as your for my voice. However you choose to support me, listen, I want to support you also. So again, before I jump into my recap, I really just want to hear from some of my viewers um, what it is you may have learned. Um, you know, recently someone inboxed me and told me that they just realized that they are dating a narcissist. Um, so I have to reach out to her today to let her know that she's not alone and that I am here to assist and help in any way that I can. What's most important to me um, as far as me once um, in my lifetime, being a victim of dating a narcissist is I love to help other people. See, it's not just about me escaping, but also me trying to help you escape or help him escape. You know, um, just to recap, like I said, I was going to do what's interesting to me is that narcissists is more so dominated by the male gender. 90% of narcissists are males and that 10% is the woman. So I know, I know, I don't want anyone to get offended, but that is just what studies have proven to me. And some of the research that I have researched kind of points towards the male. <laughs> um, we talked about their characteristics, their attributes, certain things to look out for. Um, off top, they are kind of crazy. <laughs> and that's just point blank <laughs> to the point. Like they have tendencies to do crazy things and they have the ability with their mental illness and sickness to try to transfer their issues onto their victims. So victims, be careful to not allow yourself to be who has caused you harm or hurt. 
What else did we talk about um, since we're recapping on narcissists? Um, we talked about my personal experience and the mental <laughs> disturbances that took place with me, the mental torment that took place with me when I was actually dating a narcissist. Listen, it is nothing pretty about it, you know, and, and I know that they have this thing <laughs> to where... It feels like the victim is going to be trapped and in that situation forever and eternity, but that is not the truth. Now, my situation lasted 10 years, which you all knew about based off of the second um, episode that I spoke about on narcs. It was 10 years, nine, 10 years and counting, and it was a long <laughs> 10 years. During that 10 years, I suffered from identity crisis and not knowing who I was as a woman, not knowing who I was as a human and let alone just a woman of God. And the saddest thing is this all started inside the four walls. See, it's totally different. It hits different when it is someone that has a title that calls themselves a pastor that has the illness of a narcissist. Um, I guess you would want to say that narcissists and their attributes and their character is, you know, more common outside of the four walls. But when it is inside the four walls and they call themselves pastors or first ladies or mentors or armor bearers, whatever title you want to throw out there, evangelists or ministers, it can get really scary because the church is supposed to be a safe place. And it's interesting because it's no longer a safe place for so many people. You know, not that we're saying that the individuals that's a part of the body of Christ need to be perfect, but please don't bleed on your members to the point that they become your victims instead of your members. That's the point I'm trying to get across. So for me, I was blindsided because I never even knew what a narcissist was. But the fact that I was introduced to a narcissist inside the four walls in the title of a pastor, it confused the heck out of me. <laughs> oh, but I am unconfused now. I know the truth. And it says that the truth sounds... <laughs> Wait a minute, I messed up. It says <laughs> that the truth shall set you free. Other translations say that the truth will set you free. So now that I know the truth and half of, if not all of what took place at the church I used to attend, it was all wrong. It was so many situations that was controlled by that one man to the point that <laughs> it was just overwhelming. And again, one person should not be over everything in the church. Like that's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like one person wearing too many hats, eventually even them, they get confused with what they're supposed to be doing. But let me stay on track. Let me stay on track. We're recapping on narcissists and their characteristics, their attributes, and how they are and how they affect their victims. So Again, at one point, I was a victim. 
Um, and it was ugly, you know, it completely mentally drained me, you know what I'm saying? Drained me to the point, um, that I was tired. You know, um, there was times I didn't even want to go to work. There was times all I thought about was that narcissist. There was times all I thought about was, was that they were going to leave me and how would I make it? How would I live without them? Everything in my mind, begin to be focused on the narcissist, their ways, their wishes, what they wanted to the point that I forgot about myself. So (laughs) understanding that if you have been a victim or if you are now a victim of being in an intimate, close-knitted relationship with a narcissist, uh, be careful. Sometimes it takes a long time to break away from something that you have been so committed and loyal to. But I want to encourage you today, victim, if you're listening, it is okay to walk away. It's going to be scary. (laughs) It's going to be it's going to feel traumatizing. You're going to, you actually are going to feel like you're doing the wrong thing, but you're actually doing the right thing. Like walking away and never looking back. That is only a strength that God himself can give you. So I encourage you, victim, to pray to the almighty God to give you the strength to walk away from the one that is manipulating you, from the one that's controlling you, from the one who feels like they have your life in the palm of their hands. Let me tell you that there is a life after narcissism. There is life. There is love. There's so many things that comes after leaving a narcissist. It's okay to leave them. You will survive. You will make it. You will blossom. You will flourish, but you'll never know that until you actually leave. So again, I encourage the victim to pray and ask God to assist you with giving you the strength that you need to walk away. Um, (laughs) I had to talk, I'm just laughing because in my mind, like I I have thoughts and different conversations in my mind. And sometimes I laugh (laughs) about those particular thoughts because I know I'm about to share them. And sometimes I laugh about it because it's unbelievable to me. When I actually finally came out and broke away, um, free from the narcissist, um, that I was with a lot of people, (laughs) didn't even believe what it is that 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 I wanted to share with them. You know, instead of them saying, "Hey, Mimi, are you okay?" they were more concerned about, "Hey, why you didn't tell me?" And I get it, I get it. That's a common question um for someone that doesn't understand what that individual, the victim has been through. So instead of saying, "Hey, why you didn't tell me you were dating a narcissist? Why you didn't tell me da 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 happened?" Sometimes the better question is, hey, are you okay? How did it affect you? What can I do as a friend to assist you right now? You know what I mean? And and I'm not mad at anyone um, that didn't take the time out to ask me how I'm doing. It's okay. I understand that your concern was more so why did this happen? You know, everyone was trying at that time to just get an understanding of like this ambush that we all just survived. So I said that to say that when you're dealing with people that are 
involved with narcissists that are bound to that narcissist or that are trying to leave that narcissist. It's very important what type of question you ask them. Like you don't say why, you don't blame, you simply say, hey, I'm here for you if you need my help. Here's my number. Reach out when you're ready. And if they take too long, you know, you reach out at them. The main thing that that person needs after being involved in a narcissist relationship, they need authentic love from friends, from family members, you know. Going back to that recap, because I will get off topic, is narcissists have the tendency to isolate you from your loved ones. They isolate you from your friends. They isolate you from the people who really care about you and make you think that they are the only ones that exist in your world. And honey, that is a lie. There is so much more life outside of the person that you are bound to. And keep in mind that the narcissist is incapable of loving you. So whatever it is, young lady or young man that you're looking for in that narcissist, you're never going to get it. The truth is you will never get it because they are incapable creatures that are incapable of loving another human being. All they know is how they do things, meaning whatever they do or how they've been doing things when it comes to their victims and multiple victims and just manipulating them. That's just something that they do for fun. Like that's a hobby for them. You and the relationship that you had with them was simply a hobby. And it makes sense you on the other end, the victim that I'm referring to, there are times that the victim does love. Genuinely, they love their narcissist or they're in love with their narcissist. And like I mentioned in a second episode, I was in love with him. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think I was in love with him. (laughs) I have to clear that up. I loved him. In love, no. But I loved him, which made it much harder to walk away from. So just to clear the air, I I wasn't in love with my narcissist. But I did love him and I cared about him and I wanted him to be okay at the end of the day. But those were real feelings for a real relationship coming from me, who once was a victim. But... Now that the truth it has been told to me and revealed to me by God, nobody else, <laughs> the narcissist never loved me. That was 10 whole years of him not loving me. You know what I mean? So the truth about it is when you look at it for what it is, it may hurt. You may cry. You may be upset. But at the same time, <laughs> I would rather you know the truth than to sit there and live a lie (laughs) and never experience true authentic love from a man (laughs) that actually cares about you. So just wanted to visit you all today. Wanted you to hear my voice. I wanted to be consistent with you because I do plan on recording every Tuesday regarding narcissists and I also plan on doing this thing in seasons. So the first season will include narcissists and the attributes, the character of the narcissist, how they affect their victims, how they damage their victims, you know, what to look out for and da-da-da-da-da. 
Oh, but the second season is going to move into love after narcissism. The ability to actually love again and open up again. Like me, I'm in a beautiful relationship with a beautiful man. It took years to get here, but I don't only just want to talk about the dark times, but I want to bring some light to your dark situations to let you know that there is love and life (laughs) after being and experiencing and encountering a narcissist. So my time is up here. We're at 16 minutes and eight seconds. I thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this little short clip. Thank you so much for your support, your prayers, reaching out. Remember, I want to hear from all of my listeners. If you took the time to push play, I just want to hear from you. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me what it is, how you're feeling. It can be positive or negative. The most important thing about life is knowing the positives and the negatives so I can know what to do as a podcaster. So don't take forever to inbox me or text me. I would love to hear from you. I thank you all for your time and thank you so much for tuning in to Unscrambled Podcast. You all have a good Tuesday.